Welcome to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. We are here for you to know God, grow together, discover purpose, and make a difference in New York City and beyond. Please check out our Facebook and Instagram at Every Nation NYC. Enjoy the message. A lot of what we're about to share would not be possible without a young, energetic man named Bob Fu. Dr. Bob Fu is here with us today. He's been my friend since 1995. He he came in from, he was arrested in China. He was able to escape. And this was back in the 1990s when China was uh, actually... Uh, actually was the Hong Kong was under British control and then China was taking it back over. And while he was a refugee in Hong Kong and escaping in Hong Kong, there was, there was very little hope that anyone would intervene for Bob and his wife, Heidi. However, something amazing happened. I was calling everyone I knew in the state department. I was going nowhere. And then three days before Hong Kong would be taken back over from China. And by the way, he was arrested and put in prison for gospel preaching. I did not mention that. It was something that I was actually involved a little bit in that. And uh, so please don't be mad at me. He actually said being a prisoner for Christ was the greatest school of theology. And by the way, he's got a a doctorate in theology, but it was the greatest lessons of theology that he's ever had by being in prison. It's much like the Apostle Paul. So, so Bob is, uh, is with us. And, and I will mention this, that when he was able to come back to America, all because of one phone call from Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was the one. Now, look, I'm, I'm, I'm politically neutral in this statement I'm about to make, but somebody said, gosh, that's amazing. At least we know one good thing that Bill Clinton did. All right, that was... So please forgive me, it's not how I feel, but I'm just saying that it was a joke. And if that's your persuasion politically, you'll laugh at that. And if that's not your persuasion, you're gonna be mad. So anyway, but that was something that was said. I thought that was, that was funny. But uh, Bob was intervened through Bill Clinton and it was really an amazing moment. And he came to be with us in Raleigh, Durham. And we got to watch him flourish in a ministry called China Aid. He's now the president and the founder of China Aid. And you may have seen this man on CNN. You may have seen him on multiple media outlets. You may have seen him with, with, uh, on, on, on Capitol Hill, speaking to congressmen, senators on a regular basis. He's there giving feedback. He's been to Geneva multiple times, Geneva, Switzerland for human rights. He is a true advocate of human rights for the Chinese people. And he's done an amazing job. There's a book called God's Double Agent by Bob Fu. And uh, there's also George uh, G.W. Bush wrote a a book called Out of Many, One, and it's about the immigrants coming into America. And he did a painting of, because it was the 43rd president, he did 43 paintings of 43 immigrants who he had deep admiration for. And Bob Fu was one of them in his book. And so so our, our journey, goes back together and and I found it this morning on page 182 of like a 300 page book, his book. He talks about his desire to do education for Chinese ministers who had, many of them have no Bibles, no training, no Bible school. And he tells the story in here of how he he met me, he called, called me and he met me and how we started a training center together and it was uh, 25 years later, we kind of had the, the statistics 
that more than 2.2 million Chinese leaders have been through our training school. And it's been a, 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 a I, none of that would have happened without Bob Fu. And this moment that we're about to have with the Queen's Church would have never happened without Bob Fu. So let's welcome Bob Fu. He's gonna bring a message right now. Let's really welcome him. Come on, everybody. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Bishop Ruiz. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you, Pastor Nathan, Cass, and Alisa. Um, good morning, every nation in New York. Yes, I bring the Texas warmth to all of y'all. Um, praise the Lord. It is uh, really, um, when somebody welcomes me, said, welcome to the church. I said, this is uh, a home church. I really means it. Thank you for that kind introduction, uh, Bishop Ron Lewis. I told him after he becomes cardinal, I will become bishop. Okay. <laughs> China has been on the story day and night, at least in the past few weeks. And uh, you would think it's such an easier job to show the balloon. Right? You don't need a F-22. <laughs> but the spiritual darkness of the balloon can only be shot through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Let me begin with a story I want to share. A Christian sister went to the police station just a couple of weeks ago. And to ask uh, about her arrested pastor husband in Shanxi province, what's going on with him. And then she herself was arrested. And during the harsh interrogation time, she was asked by the police, when did you start loving your Lord passionately? The sister said, I only began to love the Lord passionately after you arrested me. <laughs> when the shackles, when the shackles wore out my feet, I realized a little bit how much Christ has paid for me. It's a Newsletter basically sent to me. Although the suffering remained among the churches over there, the brothers and sisters were no longer afraid, but were very joyful, released, and even did not despise the brothers and sisters whose faith has become weakened out of persecution. Brothers and sisters, to Christians, it seems this is the theme from the biblical narrative to what millions of the persecuted brothers and sisters from China, North Korea, Nigeria, Iran, and many others, we conclude there's no such thing called bad news for Christians. Yeah. 
right? Every piece of even suffering, tribulation, persecution has been turned by our God in his redemptive way into a piece of good news. Amen? This has been the experience. Like Paul said, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. This has been, in the past five or so years, under the current Communist Party's leadership, the worst time of persecution since the Cultural Revolution has been happening in China. I have uh, received almost daily updates from the prosecution paper to the indictment paper. It was written, this lady was arrested, committed a crime, and her criminal evidence was listed as to teach children how to pray. And that brother was arrested and should be indicted, according to the prosecutors, because he was found teaching children about the Bible. So there is a real dark, big, spiritual, black darkness blown, hovering all over China. It is a, a blown try to destroy God's church. Good luck. Any Communist Party leaders would have thought they have not learned about the scripture. They have not learned about the historical lessons. They certainly did not know the resurrected power of our Lord Jesus Christ like Sister Tony just shared. He is the Lord and he is the Lord over China and over America too. Amen? In fact, last week when I was in Washington, D.C., escorting the Speaker of Parliament from Taiwan for the first time, we had a diplomatic breakthrough in 40 years. And um, one of the British journalists happened sitting next to me and he whispered to me, he said, do you know, like just uh, recently, he was just uh, randomly able to meet with a Chinese government official. And through that official, I mean, from the mouth of that official, that official told him, well, you have a good luck. There are now over 247 million Christians right now in China. Wow. 247 million. That's more than two-thirds of American population already. So 
Very soon, I think we have to call the guy who sent the balloon to the U.S., President Xi Jinping, as really God's most faithful servant to revive God's church under his leadership. Amen? Praise the Lord. That's the, did we have the, the PowerPoints? I, I put a few. If you have, that's happened. You know, in China, in a given, this is Sunday on a government-sanctioned church, they put President Xi, Chairman Mao's picture on the pulpit on both sides of the cross. So some house church Christians told me, the more we look at, the more it looks like very biblical. When was the last time two men were being hanged on both sides of the cross? <laughs> Within a few years, thousands of crosses were being torn down, burned out, destroyed. And literally, the communist government declared that wooden cross has become the enemy of the state. Isn't that also very biblical when Paul said, to those who are perished is a bad news, to, uh, the cross, right? Those who are chosen, it is the good news. They can tear down the physical cross. But how could they tear down the cross, the resurrected power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, right? Please, this pastor, the next one, Pastor Wang Yi, nine years imprisonment. For what? For preaching the gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16, as we all memorized. On one Sunday, he preached this message and publicly appealed to the Chinese president to repent and to offer the salvation of Jesus Christ to him. The next week, he and his wife were both arrested under the charge of subversion of state power. Yes, in some sense, the gospel is very subversive, right? And it is the powerful resurrection that make this 247 million souls saved. Amen? Pastor Wang Yi from Chengdu, nine years imprisonment. Next one, Pastor Zhang Cao, one of actually who was instrumental in bringing <coughs> Pastor Ron Lewis, Bishop Lewis, to China, meeting with me. He was pastoring a church in Raleigh Durham at the time. And a few years ago, he went back to China on the border with the Burma. Myanmar area, and heard the Macedonian call on this minority group called the Kachin minority group. They were being persecuted, slaughtered by the Burmese military. He saw thousands of children walking around in the mountain, barefooted, nothing to eat. So he mobilized the house churches, the American churches, Within a short time, he established 16 schools 
for 2,000 children. And within one year, this, after in his, these 2,000 children, after studying the textbook that Pastor John made out of the scripture, all 2,000 have come to Christ. All 2,000 have come to Christ. Well, who is the most jealous one of that? He was lured back by the Chinese Communist State Security. He received seven years imprisonment. Seven years imprisonment. This is what Pastor John Hall wrote from his prison. We just uh, published a book. It's called uh, The Singing Hymns from the Prison. Pastor John Hall said, You can't take away my freedom, but you can't take my prayers. My prayers have wings and leaps over the iron mesh high wall. Many brothers and sisters have heard them. And they fly freely every day and reach the heaven on the blue sky. You can impose heavy punishment on me, but you can't hold my soul and spirit. It is like a cheerful yellow bird gently prays to the iron gate. My Savior must have heard my voice. May the Lord get all the glory. And may the Lord bless the New York City, United States of America, just as he has been blessing his church for even suffering in China. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. You've been listening to the Messages Podcast with Every Nation NYC. If you enjoyed our message, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps others hear the message of Jesus, and we really appreciate it. If you have yet to spend time with us in person, we would love to welcome you to one of our services. Visit everynationnyc.org to find all the info you need to attend a service. We will see you there.